Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is Carter Peterson. And this is Ben Redder Peterson. And this is Peterson on Pattinson. Where you can get the latest news and reviews of Robert Pattinson. Our own personal 20-ounce bottle of Sprite filled with acid. <laughs> That's great. That's a new one, Ben. I like So, it. yeah, this week is pretty exciting. We've yep. been building up. We've been covering all these movies, yep. and I feel like this is the one. We're going to talk about Good Time. And so, because it's a big, big movie, we brought in some big hitters. Yeah. Some some heavy hitter guests this week. We've got Kristen and Laura from Robert Pattinson Worldwide. Hi. 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 Hey. Thanks for having us. Oh, we are stoked. Absolutely. Are we stoked? Are we stoked? So stoked. So stoked. Oh. Very stoked. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Yeah. We we kind of started this podcast and didn't really know about the fandom and stuff. And y'all actually replied to us kind of early on and were, you know, kind of sent us links and things. And it was super nice. So I am very happy to be talking yeah. to y'all. Well, right. Like, it's always good to have more men involved embracing Robert's career. I mean, we've all known that this has been inside of him, but getting that acceptance um, from the male population has been very nice. We we do a thing on the show every once in a while where we, where we look at the demographics of our listeners. And early on, I think kind of because it was us tweeting about it, our male listenership was up over 75% early on. And we wow. were really, we were really bummed about that. Yeah, I think you're going to see an increase on the the male side again once the Batman stuff picks up. We started this podcast, had put out two episodes, and then the Batman news broke. And I've said I'm actually kind of bummed because I was, I'm very into his art house career. I, I, there, I think there's been some like mixed feelings about it, like people that have been following his indie work are almost like surprised that he went that route, but it just told me that the script must be phenomenal. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, Matt Reeves probably has a pretty good vision for this movie if Bob's trying to do this. I mean, look at what, look at the trajectory of his career lately and the projects he chooses. I mean, he's not just doing this for cash. He's not doing anything for cash. Yeah. No, never. Do you guys know the story that he actually lived off his harry potter salary for several years after he did harry potter and the goblet of fire wow. oh i believe that yeah that's pretty good yeah. i did not know that even when he was uh doing the twilight films or no this would have been prior to landing the twilight jobs he talks about how he lived in an apartment with several fellow actors and just lived off his harry potter money because i think he thought he was never going to work again I don't know if they killed me in the first movie I was in of an eight movie series. I would probably try to live off that cash for a while too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pour yeah. one out for Cedric Diggory. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. And then never watch that movie again. Right. <laughs> yeah. That is that is Ben's least favorite <laughs> Robert Pattinson oh. film. Uh, I was in a room with somebody who makes a living off of a Harry Potter podcast the other day 
Whoa. And, uh, yeah, and I I chose not to engage with them. <laughs> Don't in- uh, yeah. First of all, they their podcast is way bigger, and I wasn't going to be like, hey, check out my podcast. <laughs> and at the same time, I had no interest in talking about Harry Potter um, ever again, other than to just, <laughs> yeah. Ben had o- he's only seen the fourth one. He's only seen the Goblet of Fire because Robert Pattinson yeah. was in it, and so he has. And that movie is pretty terrible if you have no frame of reference. Yeah, I mean, and to put that in another perspective, Alfonso Cuarón is one of, is probably my favorite working filmmaker, and I I will not watch the Harry Potter movie he made. That's how much I dislike that franchise. Oh, so we have opinions over yeah, here, yeah. Peterson on Pattinson. I love Twilight though. Yeah, yeah, Twilight's great. I think Harry Potter and Twilight. This is going to be great. When we, I am super excited to get our top five list from each of yes. us later on. Yeah. Uh, but I think before we do that, maybe we should head over to Sandals Resort. Our good friend Sandal sends us an email every week and corrects the things that we got wrong or just gives a little more context for our previous discussion. And last week we covered childhood of a leader. Uh, A big out of the gate problem we had was we called Brady Corbett. His name is Brady Corbet. That's what I was trying to say. I think Ben did say that. I I was like, is it Corbet or Corbett? My bad. Maybe that got cut. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a big thing we got wrong. I don't know if y'all, Kristen and Laura, could you give us any childhood of a leader trivia we may not have covered? Well, I know that um, Laura has actually met Brady, so she could maybe speak to um, that experience as far as the film. Yeah, I met him and I interviewed him. I, I was lucky. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, he worked a lot. For this movie because he has I think he has begun writing it when he was 18 so he was just a teenager and yeah. he worked a lot to get to it and he was actually happy about the results yeah I mean I like I I love that movie yeah like, I, I think it's just amazing and I I had not heard of it uh before we started this podcast and I, for one, thought it was great. Absolutely. I think it was in all of our top five lists. Right. I think it was a a really good movie. The movie was well done, for sure. Yeah, that's a a thing, is he picks a lot of roles where he's just barely in the movie, and that, you know, makes it hard to put it in a top five when he's got ten minutes of screen time, but... Yeah, it was so good in it. Yeah. I mean, the character is so, I don't know, not weird, but it's so intense and and mysterious here's a sandal here's a sandal tidbit she gave us is that rob and brady were actually friends since brady was 17 years old and one of the reasons rob wanted to do the movie aside from loving the script was to help raise financing that's interesting because we talk a lot about how he chooses roles and that's at least the second time where he his participation as his participation led to financing for a film. Yeah. 
It was High Life so, as well, right? Uh, I, no, Maps to the Stars. Maps, Maps to the Stars, stars yeah. Yeah, it would not have been right. I know some of the critics from uh, the Toronto International Film Festival have been saying that they truly believe that if Rob and William Defoe weren't attached, that movie never would have been made. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Makes sense. So uh, that's, that's Sandals Resort. Thank you, Sandals. <laughs> I don't mean to speak over the theme, but are sandal fans called feet? I'm just saying. Also, is that uh, joke better or worse that I thought of it like four days ago? <laughs> oh my god. Save that one. Great. Uh, do you know how hard it was to not text either of you that joke <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> so uh let's go into good time let's talk about it and we lead in with a little synopsis every week and because we have guests i thought we would leave it up to a guest to give us a synopsis of what good time is about uh this is laura speaking sorry for my english as i'm french sometimes i have a little weird accent we love um, it we love it over here <laughs> uh so good time uh this is the story of the nikas brothers so you have connie nikas played by robert pattinson and Nikas, which is uh, actually uh, having issues, he has a disability, mental disability, and he is played by Benny Safdie, one of the directors. Um, Connie comes back from prison and is trying to get his little brother's dream to go to a farm uh, and unfortunately they try to rob a bank and then a crazy night happens because he has to find back his brother because he has been arrested kind of that's actually hard to just sum up this movie so many things happen there. Yeah, I mean, I like, I think it's just about a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, I disagree. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you you disagree? Is that what you said? Well, yeah, because he's not really a bad person. I mean, he has made by choice bad choices. Sorry, yeah. but he loves his brother. He doesn't know what love is, but he tries to. It's yeah. not pretty bad. I I mean, I personally think he's a pretty bad guy, but I do think <laughs> that he like absolutely loves his brother and wants to do the best for him. I yeah, I do like I like the idea though of him someone thinking he's a good person who's just capable of all of the worst things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think people I think people want to like him because of his relationship with his brother, which I, that's why I, I'm kind of with Laura, like thinking like he's he's a likable guy. But then when you watch him with, you know, making out with a 16 year old girl in her grandma's house, I'm like, what a douchebag. Like, how can you like this guy? So, yeah, we watched it again last night and I've probably seen this movie eight times. 
uh, watched wow. the director, watched the commentary, seen it a bunch. And he is, every time I watch it, he is less likable. I <laughs> totally like agree. Yeah. I, I know what you mean, but I, I really think that even if he's the bad guy here, where are the parents, for example, the grandma is a bit weird. So we don't know what happened before. So yes, he's a bad guy right now. But I think that it, it's because of bad choices that he has made to become someone. So you said one thing. You said that they were trying to get to a farm. Is yeah, that... because the, the uh, Nick's dream is to actually live in a farm. I think it's in Atlanta. No, no, maybe not. Oklahoma? Um, I don't well, remember, but I'm, I'm sure of it. Some flyover state. Some some middle of the country yeah. kind of. <laughs> no flyover state people on this podcast. No, no. Yeah, exactly. We got, we we're covering all the coastal elites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that puts us on good authority to maybe pitch a pitch a prequel to find out where Connie Nikas came from. I love the opening sequence. Like it's like that zoom in feature. You were like whoa, we are here to play right now. Like, that was such a badass shot. <laughs> yeah, the second the second he comes in, you know, the movie started. Yeah, you know? we've talked about that Zoom, like, driving home from the podcast before. Like, that's a specific thing we've referenced. Yep. It's so important. It's so necessary. It draws you in. Like, you are in that movie once that starts. Yeah. yeah. Last night we watched it, actually, and my wife and daughter watched it with us and it was the first time they had seen it and i actually spent a ton of time just kind of watching the movie and then looking over at my wife and vicky just she had her hands up to her mouth and her eyes were just super wide and just like because the movie is so stressful yeah from from basically from the opening shot yeah, your blood pressure like skyrockets instantly, like wondering like what's going to happen from one scene to the next. Yeah, it's a really fun movie to watch with people who have not seen it. And to yes. uh, like, I always make a point to say like, hey, I want to watch this movie with you. Don't read anything about it. Don't look it up. Don't watch a trailer. Like go into this blind and you'll have the best time. I try to do that with all of his movies. Like I don't read reviews. I don't read spoilers. So I'm going in completely blind when I see his movies, which is really hard to do with the amount of news coverage we do, but wow. um, that's yeah. it crazy. makes the movie yeah. so much better. Wow. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, props to you for doing that. Yeah. Never so, ask those spoilers. I'm sad. Because I'm yeah. always the one seeing them first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just even even the trailer for the lighthouse, I feel like gives more away of that movie than I wanna know. There's just a couple things you see where I'm just like, oh, no. I wish I didn't see that. It yeah. uh, spill, spills no, the beans. No, it doesn't. Trust yeah. me, it doesn't. It does not give away? You can't, you can't even imagine what the movie could be like. H have you I, seen it? Yes, I did. Oh, what? my God. <laughs> How did you? Do oh, no. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow. Where'd you where were you able to oh, see we it? To on top. We have to be on top to explain the movies to people who can't see it yet. Yeah. And it's my work. I yeah. was doing the field work. 
So I went to Cannes for good time. Nice. I think I was one of the first to see it because I had like a ticket for the press uh, screening, for the jury screening, and then for the gala. So we're freaking oh, out right now. Like That's it. so cool. Yeah, you're blowing all of our minds right now. Oh, ben God. is actually <laughs> crying. Ben has tears <laughs> streaming down his face. And it's quite an honor to be able to do that. Like, you know, with Laura living in Paris, there's there's so much so much more acceptance, I think, for a a a fan site is what we are considered, but they actually have accepted us and allowed us to be part of such a prestigious event like the Con Film Festival. And for Laura to be able to say, I was there with Rob to see Good Time, it's mind-blowing. Like, there's no words on how special that was. We sort of jokingly said we'd have Rob on, the, on, on our podcast by the eighth episode, and we're now at about 18. 18. It hasn't happened. He's still... <laughs> He, we still can't get him to call in. Yeah, his people haven't so emailed yeah. us back. Yeah, <laughs> tweet us from your secret movie account. We just keep picking away at it. We'll we'll get them. We'll get them together. You know. Yeah. We just need to be at the right grocery store. Right. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In Nova Scotia, of all places. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all seen set photos of him? from good time where he's just like standing around in his costume yeah like in new york on yeah. the subway and stuff oh there's another there's a photo of him uh in like an empty apartment like standing next to a fridge and he's yeah. dressed as connie and it's like you can't you can't see robert pattinson in this photo it's just a photo it's yeah. not right. him acting it's just him standing there like eating craft service right and even yeah, there like new york as well he went actually around in new york Mm -hmm. and he was not recognized at all so it was really funny because yeah. no one saw robert pattinson yeah there are videos of uh the safties and robert pattinson going around new york like on subways and stuff just like hanging out and no one comes yeah. up to him right would you yeah. approach connie <laughs> i mean i'm serious <laughs> right no no, no. <laughs> i don't want to mess with that no person <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's another scene when when he goes into the hospital and when he's walking down the hallway and he's kind of looking for his brother in that scene, yeah. he has this thing where he looks like a, a predator in the like, kind of like a lion or a shark, like his eyes just kind of dart from room yep. to room and they go to the nurse and it's like, he's, he's not looking at people like they're people. He's looking at them as like targets. And yeah, he he is a scary dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, everything was an obstacle in the hospital. Just the the darkness in his eyes. And even even this scene is weird because no police officer is just top and and no one actually sees him, but he's looking dangerous, which is a weird. I think it's a weird scene. Yeah. 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 I, he's so good at just like blending in and you know, acting cool in this movie. Like, almost everything he does, you know, I think it would be so hard for the cops to actually find this guy when he's just, like, going to some random people's houses and getting them to do nice things for oh, him. And, like... Yeah, yeah, when he when he actually gets into the grandmother's yeah, house. Totally. Like, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. This is, like, a master manipulator. Yeah. This right. is somebody who... He can read a person and a room the second he encounters it and 
he knows how to play that person. I think the only person he can't really play in this movie is the the loan shark guy, the uh, the bail bondsman. Mm-hmm. Everyone sure. else, everyone else, he he tricks into just accepting his reality. It's it's mind blowing. It's so good. Right. Yeah. And that that bail bondsman, like the scene where he's got the money. Yeah. And he's like, "Can I get my ten thousand dollars back?" And like, "No, no, that's my money. That money's not leaving that, my safe. Yeah. That money's my money." Uh, that's yeah, that's, actor. yeah, he's not a bail bondsman, right? He's just someone that the Safties know. Is that right? Oh, no, I thought he was a real bail bondsman. No, I think oh. he is the real bail bondsman. Yeah, see, I thought he was a real bail bondsman. Yeah. That's crazy. He's so good. He's really good. Yeah. Well, it's his I, job, so he has to be good at it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's the only Dude. time you ever see Connie, like, actually frustrated. Like, yeah. because he's lost control and he's just counting the bail bondsman, just counting the money. And there's like, I, I mean, the way I interpreted it was it looked like there was blood on the money. So literally like blood money is just sitting there and he needs that money for his brother. And he's trying to figure out like, how am I going to get this guy to buy into what I'm selling? And like, he just wasn't having it. Yep. Not at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, that dude, <laughs> I have a feeling deals with a lot of Connie types. Oh, yeah. He yes. just knows how to deal with him. Buddy Duress is also like, did they discover him? Yeah, I think he was in Heaven Knows What. Am I right, Laura? Yes. Yes, yeah. he went to prison. Yeah, I think he's back in, though. I think I read an article just recently that he's back in prison again. I have a feeling the Ray character is just buddy duress it's amazing yeah. how much of that character is just a uh, single syllable swear words <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's almost like me <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um yeah that that another thing with that bail bondsman scene uh there's a lot of kind of early reviews coming out for uncut gems and one of the things they're saying is there's a lot of scenes of multiple people just yelling at each other. And in that bail bondsman scene, there's there's actually there's three people talking on the phone yeah. at the same time, but there's four phone calls because the bail bondsman's yeah, actually yeah. He's, juggling he's on two. two phones, yeah. uh, they're talking. Um, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is screaming at her mom. Yep. The the person running the credit card is yelling at the bank. It's crazy. Right. That that scene, uh, I could tell my wife was not having it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the losing control thing. Just yeah. to actually show that Connie doesn't have the control anymore. I think that's what starts the movie, kind of. Stop the night. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, things probably would have gone much differently had he had just been able to manipulate his girlfriend. You know, girl. Yeah. I I think Jennifer Jason Lee is girlfriend definitely in air quotes because that's another thing where he's just a bad person. You can tell he just manipulates the Jennifer Jason Lee character for money and you know sex or whatever he's just bad yeah when do you think the last time he saw her before he came to her apartment asking for money right was? Like, yeah it could have been weeks or months even right 
Yeah. That's how I pictured it. Like it had been probably months since she had seen him and she was probably just so happy to see him. And then of course he's looking for money. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the mom totally like telling him, Oh, this isn't a good time. We're having dinner and stuff. And Jennifer Jason Lee is just like, go to my room. Like, right. Yeah. That scene's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like the mom was right. This, this one, mom, you're right. (laughs) Keep, keep him out. Any other any other standout moments for Kristen and Laura? Like the last scene. Yes. Oh god. In the yeah, car. Yeah. The, he's hides. Like that that's actually a good one. And I love that he doesn't have to say anything. Like he, he doesn't have to say a word and your heart is like and it's like you're pushed to the max now because like you know like he's done, but at the same time, like your heart breaks for him because he's like, now he's away from his brother. He can't be with his brother and he can't protect his brother. So it's like that, that conflict of the the good versus evil, like in just his eyes, like it's, I don't know. There's like, I have no words. Like just watching that made me emotional. I think the first time I saw the movie he, he's in jail already you know because yeah. there's the yeah. bars in front of his face yeah. and the out of focus yeah yeah it's great it's great yeah and then that closing with uh nick going through that that training and the uh iggy pop song plays as the credits roll is so amazing yeah when yeah. he god when he finally like joins the group and actually yep. makes the walk across the room that yeah. is like god like i i think it I have cried thinking about that scene. Yeah. It is so perfect. And also the question that gets him to walk across the room is like, have you ever had a fight with your family members too? Yeah. Which is like, I think pretty crucial. Yeah. A pretty crucial question right. for him to yeah own up to. Yeah. Yeah. Benny, Benny Safdie is amazing in this yeah. movie. Um, yeah. That, that opening scene with, uh, with his counselor person when that single tear rolls down his face. Yeah. It was so real. That could have been, you know, anybody that's been in that situation, you know, feeling like you're different and being judged in a way that people don't understand. I also think Connie in the manipulation tip with, you know, when the, Flipping back, we're, we're back to he's in the house with the grandmother. He's manipulated his way into that house. He's dyed his hair. Oh, and then yes. <laughs> sitting, the sitting hair dyeing the- scene, just really quick, is <laughs> that's where you go like, oh, this guy will do anything because there's no way to explain why you'd be dyeing your hair in somebody's house where you just met them and you're using their products. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Right. Oh yeah, I just found some hair dye in your sink. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Wait, what? Who does that?" <laughs> yeah, he's also there, like wa- a comment that it was like old, which made yeah. it even yeah, 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 totally. Like, yeah, she's like, exactly. she's like, "I hope you didn't use that one in the bottom drawer." It's yeah, been, yeah. <laughs> also, also in that scene, he's just sitting in front of the TV and it's just plain static. Yeah, there's nothing on the TV; it's just static. Shirt off right. with a. Pa- it says power across his back <laughs> like that power tattoo which oh, yes. i feel like just the word power that that says something about in his mind who he is another thing that uh just recently has popped up in the news is that quote that robert pattinson has said 
about how his last four movies he's masturbated <laughs> in his last four movies. Yeah. His bodily fluids in movies is crazy because yeah. in this one, he doesn't actually go take a shit, but he's like in the car with the girl and he's like, oh, I feel deeply connected to you. Do, are you feeling this connection that we've got to a 16 year old girl? She says, oh, oh, yeah, I feel it. And then the next words out of his mouth are, OK, I'm going to go take a shit in this guy's house. <laughs> and it's like, what, what are you doing? And and if you look back, Rob has either piss, shitted, or jerked off in, I don't know, 90% of his films? It's pretty yeah. high. You know? But like, you never see anything. You see him in, in life. The, in, in life, he pukes on his kid. <laughs> that's right. He pukes. Yeah. That's, that's the only freak that you see. He, in, <laughs> In in high life, there's the uh, extraction in high life when he's passed out, yep. and Benoche actually, you know, and she shows like she's got her hand cupped. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a, you get a lot of Rob. Yeah, which he's an exceptional male specimen, so they take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's I just, fearless. I just feel like he's drawn to these roles. Like he goes through the script and like, okay, do I take a shit? Yeah, just highlights. I... Hi yeah. <laughs> he, he has a word search. He, he gets the script emailed to him and just searches if there's any references. To... Yeah. I'm on page 45 and I haven't taken my pants off yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Laura, without, without getting into spoilers, you've seen The Lighthouse. I Help did. Us Help us out. Are we going to get some biological Bob? Yes. Ah! Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. I'm so excited. Uh, we, all three of us <laughs> over here like in it. this room, we are beaming. Several yeah. times. <laughs> Several times. Like times. Yes. This yeah. is exciting. <laughs> that's a scoop. Your dream has come <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. This movie is the movie that spawned this podcast. Totally. Hundred. Uh yeah. We would not be doing this podcast if good time had not been made. And we're happy to have you part of our little community. We call it a family. A lot of us do, and um a lot of people that, you know, visit our little section of the fandom and um your podcast we really do try to take care of each other because we've met so many amazing people just because of you know the films that he's made and it's like a unique it's a unique world of people yeah it feels like it it definitely feels like it <laughs> i'm sure sometimes more than others <laughs> yeah that that's definitely a thing where we started this kind of just wanting to talk about his movies and what we discovered is you can't really just talk about his films you kind of if you're going to spend time talking about rob there's gonna be stuff it's it's cold being a fan yeah Some totally right. seem entitled to yeah. know about his life about his love life 
Yeah, that's that's the part that I have a hard time with. I, you know, I'm torn because I like seeing photos, but then it's like, oh, they're just trying to like have a cup of coffee, and you yeah. know, there's 30 people taking his picture, and like that seems like I, that would be frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I think we. I mean, I've been I've been doing this since like 2008, and that was a real struggle in the beginning when the Twilight fandom just kind of blew up. And we used to post a lot of the uh, paparazzi pictures until like this one incident in LA where they were literally trying to follow him home. And he pulls his car over, literally gets out of the car while they're still snapping. And he's like, listen, you got your picture. Just let me be like, just yeah, let me right. drive home. I just want to be able to drive home and I don't want you knowing where I'm living. And once I saw that, like my, my position completely changed about those type of pictures because you could see like he was mortified to be followed yeah. yep. from wherever he came from that day. Yeah, I don't, I don't want people following him home, but the, uh, the candid photos of him having beers with John David Washington... Yeah, kind of. I'm kind of okay with those. They're like kind of the ones I'm really into. Did you see like, the one with him flexing for John David Washington? Yes. It was hilarious. I'm very aware of that one. Yeah, that's a great shot. We spend a lot of time here at Peterson on Patents and just flexing for each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. I I don't know if that's a fandom thing or not, but we should get on that. Yeah. <laughs> Flex for Pats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, great. So, so a year, a year from today, are we all going to meet up in Toronto? Is that the deal? I'm in. Yeah, I'm down. Tiff, Toronto? Seriously, it's far away from me. <laughs> oh, come on. I okay. wish. Okay. I well, I need to play lottery. <laughs> yeah. I'd be okay. I'd be okay with going to con. Yeah. I'd yeah go. We could just do that. Yes. Uh, I would love that. Special. Ken is that's I think that's not my favorite, but one of my favorite festival ever. But it's 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 a really good festival if you can get into it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh we're you know we're I, I think we are the number one we're the best Robert Pattinson podcast out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> Absolutely. Hands down. I'm fairly yeah. certain still to this day, we are the only Robert Pattinson specific <laughs> podcast out there. So we, we've kind of got the market cornered, yep. which I feel pretty good about. It was special. So, yeah. Yes, uh, definitely. So another thing we like to do here, are there any other thoughts on Good Time? We kind of bounced around. I have one. Lay it on me. Uh, the bank robbery scene. Yes. Those are the best masks ever in the history of cinema. Yeah. The most terrifying, like, uncanny valley almost. Like, yeah. that is bizarre. If you saw that person in real life. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. like, I, that's... You would be creeped out. Oh, yep. God. Just the way yeah. the mouths move. Yeah. Sorry, and, I had to bring up the masks. And the uh, director's commentary, they actually said that the uh, dude who makes those masks was contacted by, like, the FBI or something, and they told him that you need to stop making them because people were using them for bank robberies. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Because uh, they're so real. Yeah. Like... He, they did tell him to do that, 
and he did not. So I actually went, I'll put a link in the show notes to that guy's webpage and you can buy them. They're fairly expensive. I believe it's the same mask. They were also used in um, uh, Drive. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's okay. the same. It's the same mask. Yeah. Yeah. If you look, I, oh, wow. I believe it may actually be the same model. Cause oh, funny. In, in Drive, like Ryan Gosling puts that mask on when he goes in at the oh. end. Yeah. Huh. I don't love that movie. Uh, you're doing it wrong, Ben. Drive's cool. What was that? Um, the, the scene, the bank robbery. Yeah. Someone actually did that with black mask. Yeah, totally. The, the bank. That's why they did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. In yeah, yeah. Um I got a I got a note. I think everything once the intro credits start playing, every time I see those intro intro credits start rolling, I just like freak out. Like so much stuff happens in the movie before they even oh. get to the credits of the movie. It's crazy how much stuff they jam pack in. Yeah. Like there's all the therapist stuff. And the bank robbery, and then running through New York, and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and going back to like how well constructed this movie is, I mean, we haven't even touched on the fact that Bob sent the Softies an email saying, "Hey, I saw a poster for one of your movies or a picture from one of your movies. We should do something together." Had not seen anything they'd done when they started no. making this film. They didn't have the whole story. Uh, and then, I mean, Bob has a quote that's something like, uh, we started with no premise and now we're in competition at Cannes. Like, that's like that's yeah. such an amazing story to me for one of the best films of the decade. And that's yeah. what Rob does. Like, Rob gets a, a feeling about a director or a story and he will go to you and say, I will drop everything for you because I believe in this. I feel something. I can make this happen. And I in a lot of ways, I think he's pretty ballsy who he goes after because people are like, oh, my gosh, look at all these prestigious directors he's worked with. I'm like, think about it on his side. He has massive anxiety as he's sending these emails, you know, to yeah. you know, the, the Zellner brothers and Joanna Hogg and uh, Claire Denis. I mean, it's he puts himself out there and then we get these beautiful works of art back. It's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I I had not seen Heaven Knows What, the Safties movie. That that's the that's the film that has the still. It's the still from Heaven Knows What that drew Shit. him to them. Yeah. Oh my God, that movie looks yeah. brutal. It's also got uh, Buddy Duress. Yep, he's yeah. awesome. Um, I it's, just bought it's it. Intense. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks really hard. I just bought it last night. And I'm like, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> oh, really? You should, you should go for it. Seriously, it's oh. a very good movie. Yeah, we'll we'll watch it. We just got to build up to it. Get ready for it, you know. Yeah, we <laughs> set a day aside. We had watched We had watched Good Time, and I just couldn't roll from Good Time into Heaven Knows What. There was no way. My... Oh, no, you can't do that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See something yeah. happy and... And funny. <laughs> yeah, we watched you the Jackie Chan in movie. between. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I think we can go into some top fives. Y'all want to talk about some top five Robert Pattinson movies? Absolutely. 
<laughs> Who wants to go first? Chris. I will, because okay. I think I've had this conversation behind the scenes on, um, and I kind of already referenced it already, that the Rover is my favorite Robert Pattinson movie. Yep. Your number one, the Rover. My number one, even above Good Time and, and High Life. And like I said, I know it's not necessarily a popular opinion, but um, for me, like that was just so overlooked. Oh, and he... I, even Guy Pierce too, he doesn't get his um, recognition for that role either. Um, David Michaud did such a beautiful job shooting that film. Um, and he's just... And I think a lot of my reason that it's my favorite is like my son has special needs. He has autism and seeing a character with a disability being given that kind of platform where, you know, he may not have all the tools, but he has the tools to survive in a dystopian environment. And it made, I don't know, it made me proud, it made me yeah. proud of Rob's portrayal of Ray. How about number two? Um, Number two for me probably would be, and I struggle, I'm going to say good time. going to say good time. All right. And then I think number three would be probably damsel. Oh, and then nice. number four would be like cosmopolis for me. And I think five would be how to be, I think. That is a little different than ours, but it's not dramatically, I feel like. Fairly close. Uh, same, yeah. same ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Who's next? Is it my turn? I think it's your turn. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, I would say good time for the first one because it has a special history for me. Yep. Uh, second one would be the rover. Same reasons I asked Chris because of Tristan and because this movie is beautiful. Third one would be High Life because of history again. <laughs> um, fourth one would be Damsel. And the fifth one would be actually, um, Cosmopolis and the Lighthouse. Okay. Uh, okay. We have not. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's a tie. Yeah. Uh, your list, uh, the top four of your list are identical to mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great minds. Yay. Yeah. How about, okay, Carter. So. Yeah, mine is a uh, good time and then the rover, high life, damsel. And then my number five is Childhood of a Leader. Holy cow. Nice. Because my one through five are Good Time, Damsel, High Life, The Rover, The Childhood of a Leader. Yep. Oh, I uh, forgot this one. Damn. You forgot which. Um, the Childhood of a Leader is actually a tie with the um, Damsel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, so. You can't, you can't choose five. That's impossible. <laughs> a, a way we've done it is we've watched them one by one and then we rate them each week so it's a little easier because yeah. we just kind of go in and pull them in one at a time yeah it was a natural progression yeah not a I, did that too. I did that too it doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no because 
we have so much history. Yeah, for totally. Yeah. For sure. sure. And sure. I've worked so hard for some of them that I know the story behind the story that you see sometimes and right. trace them as well. So right. you can you choose five because when you've met the directors or one of the actors, you just know more than what you see. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 yeah I so mean, like I the guess... Zellner brothers were so wonderful to work with in the promo for Damsel. They were the nicest guys. They met with Laura in Paris actually and did an interview for us and they were just so kind and it, it makes you hold that film in a higher esteem than maybe the general public maybe would hold the film but i mean yeah yeah we all we all love that movie yeah yeah ben's that's so great ben's number one is the damsel well no, right? it's, it's good time it's now good time but, it but has, <laughs> it's been damsel since i saw it i mean i like damsel like floored me i thought yeah. it was great. yeah we did uh we did the damsel episode with kelly sue DeConnick, who's a comic book and television writer and if you go back and listen to that episode a big part of it was just how the damsel is like a feminist manifesto and it's so crazy because it's written by you know written and directed by a couple of middle-aged white guys yep. who made this amazing feminist movie and right you know, Rob's character, again, just playing this unlovable, like, terrible guy <laughs> who I think jacks off in the woods or something. Yep. Come yeah, on, Rob. Yeah. Once again. <laughs> Thinking about his honey bun, Penelope. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. That song is so bad. <laughs> oh, but it's so good, though. See, it's I, so I, good. I agree. It's, I mean, the way it's bad is great. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah. man, if I just imagine someone wrote that song for you. <laughs> I'm good. If it was written by Robert Pattinson, well, I'd be okay yeah. with that. <laughs> uh, I'll do my top 10. It's a, or top five. It's pretty close. Uh, my number one is Good Time. Number two, The Rover. Number three, Childhood of a Leader. Yeah. Number four, High Life. And number five, Damsel. Wow. Um, which... So we are finally back at a point where we have the same top five in its slightly different order. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there was a time where our lists were not oh, simpatico at all. Yeah, my number six is Breaking Dawn Part One. Yeah. No, seriously? <laughs> yeah. No. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> What's your where's breaking down for you? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the worst movie. Yes. Ever. What? Yes. Ever, that, ever, ever. I think I think break. <laughs> yeah. I think Breaking Dawn Part One is a better Cronenberg movie than the Robert Pattinson Cronenberg movies. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I'm wounded. I I have. I think we need to give him an education, Laura. <laughs> we gotta we gotta bring him up. To oh speed. God! I still want to see High Life with them. I don't know. Yeah. I want to do it. Uh, yeah, we'd be we, down. We are going to. So the way we do this is we're going through them all. So we've covered 18. We've got four or five more and we've got some new ones. We're just going to loop back around and we're going to keep doing them. So we're, 
we're going to have to redo High Life. We're going to redo all the Twilight. Bring me in. Bring me in. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think we did it. Yeah. I think we nailed this thing. How about y'all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, is there anything y'all want to plug before we head out of here? Um, just wanted to say thank you for Aww. thinking of us. Yeah, thank uh, you for coming. It, yeah. It's, it's really nice to talk movies with people. Oh, um, really? So, yeah, thank you for my thoughts. And, oh, Chris, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Um, we talked. <laughs> yeah, and I, I too would like to extend my thank yous as well. Um, it's always an honor to speak with um, other people that enjoy his films as much as we do. Um, and if people want to find us, I guess they can find us on um, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. It's real simple. All of our uh, usernames are Rob Pattinson, WW, all lowercase, all one word. Come and visit us. Say hi. Yeah, shout out to Bob. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Lighthouse, all the stuff's dropping this weekend at TIFF. So get out there on the Twitter. Yes. Get out there on Rob Pattinson, WW, because they are posting everything. Yep. Everything. Yes. All right. <laughs> So we this has you. been Peterson on Pattinson with Robert Pattinson Worldwide. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. You can find us at Pete on Pat on Twitter. Facebook. Instagram. You can find us at PeteOnPat.com. Uh, PeteOnPat at gmail.com. Sure. Pete on Pat on Friendster. Yeah. So go ahead and send us an email because Sandal's been like doing a lot of the yep. heavy lifting. Yep. And shout out to Sandal. Uh, yeah. I think uh, if you guys would leave a review on iTunes, it helps us out a lot. We would love it. Please smash the sub buds. Smash the sub buds. Don't forget about Biological Bob. Absolutely. Please <laughs> are everything. <laughs> thank y'all love y'all thank you yeah. bye bye